Hello, hello, hello. God bless you all. So, so glad that we are having our time again tonight. It is truly an honor. Uh, <laughs> uh, this topic is amazing to me because the Lord always, he, 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 he has a way of uh, getting his point across. Um, those of the black community, uh, uh, culture or uh, I can't say community but black culture or what has been classified as the African American culture uh, I did some research on it just right before I got on to see what this terminology, when did it start and it was in the 1930s uh, talking about the okie doke and when you're talking about an okie doke generally you're talking about a trick or someone trying to trick you or you know a scam that sort of thing. And the Lord is not going to allow that to the church to become that. His church. We know that there's a lot going on in the church today that people are doing these things. Now when you hear the terminology, of course, of okie dokie, that means I got you. You know, we understand. But the Lord is Christ is not going to allow his church to become the okie doke. Let's go to John 10 chapter 10 and he said in 10 7 no oh, thank you holy ghost start at one truly i tell you anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep the gatekeeper opens it for him and the sheep hears his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep followed him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. Jesus gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Go on to the seventh, he said. Jesus said again, truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. Now, in today's culture, the church has become a joke. Let's be real. They put everybody in the same category as the, the scoundrels. That's what they've done. It doesn't even matter if you are authentically in a relationship with the Lord because people listen to every voice and have become hurt by those voices. They now link everybody in the same category. We, there, there's not a day go by 
if you go on uh, social media, you're finding some leader has either uh, uh, cheated on his wife, raped some child, raped some woman, defrauded someone um, financially into Satanism, witchcraft, all of these things. And the church has become tired. Or people have become tired. Because if you truly of the Lord's church, this is what he said. He clearly said that you're not going to hear a stranger's voice. You're not going to listen to it. You'll run away from it. You're not going to become angry because you already know that there's two kingdoms. There's two cultures. There's two brides. There's two doctrines. You also, you know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's, he's an imitator. He's a liar. Christ said that those that came before him, everyone that was trying to say that they were God, were liars. We see on, um, uh, there's some shows, I've watched them on one occasion, and, and or maybe two, or however, I haven't watched them often. But there, I've seen them. Um, they're called The Voice, American Idol, um, and, and some other ones. Uh, the Mass Singer, I've never seen that one. Um, and all these things. And then you have people sitting there that are considered gatekeepers. They're the ones that's going to find the talent that is going to be the next best thing. Oftentimes you never see these people again or very short-lived. And then the next thing you know, the people that were doing the gatekeeping are the ones that's singing the songs that maybe this individual made one hit. They call them one hit wonders. But with the Lord, he doesn't have such as that. Everything that you do that he's given to you is a hit when you're listening to him and you are hearing to his voice and you won't follow all of these things. Christ was talking to not only uh, uh, his disciples, but he was talking to the crowds. And in the crowds, you're going to find all sorts of people. You're going to find some that just there for what you can give them. They want the freebies. They want what we call the fish and the loaves. They really don't want to be a part of you, but they like the fact that you're kind, you're generous, and you're going to give them something. Oh, it's nice to hear you because you entertainment to them. They're not trying to get deep into the things of God. That's just not their agenda. Then you're going to have some that have been hurt and, 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 and been abused, and they're seeking, very hungry. They're afraid because they have been abused. And they're listening very clearly, distinctly to see if this person is genuine or not. And when they find what they are looking for, they are in. But it would take them a while because they don't trust. Then you could have some in the crowd that are just there to get the information and take it out. They, they are the news broadcasters. They are the journalists. They're just for the next best thing, the next best story. They also, I call them conversation stealers. 
They always got some hidden agenda behind that. They the type that they uh, uh, when they don't get what they want, they got enough of information to make what you said become what they said. In other words, if it's good, they'll use it. You know, with a journalist, they either have their pen and paper around or they got their tape recorder going, they got the camera going, they got the, the uh, 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 all of these things, and sometimes they don't even let you know they did it or they have it there. There was a situation once, uh, you all know uh, the situation with my, my daughter and where she is, those who have been... Uh, listening and, and joining in on the conversation these past few years and those that are family members know and some don't know all of it but they have been told something you know this it's always like that even in every family we got broadcasters in our families too they really don't know what's going on but they get a bit and they take and run with it and and sensationalize it and all of this stuff we understand we still love them but we know that they the news broadcasters so, Christ had this too. He had family members, he had friends, he had townspeople, he had the church folks, and all of these coming at him all the time, trying to diminish him. You have, I forgot to talk about, you know, the jealousies in the, in the group. They, they're just so insecure. They're always wanting something they don't realize that they have inside of them the ability to be the great them that God wanted them to be. Christ went on to say, let's say this, so we before we get into all of this stuff, I don't because I really don't know where he's going with it. He just said it. He just said, I won't allow my church to become the okie doke. In the 11th verse, he was talking about, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, the hired hand. Since he is not uh, the higher hand, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is a hired hand and doesn't care about the sheep. That's saying a lot. You have a lot of hired hands in the ministry. Some of you even have hired hands in your relationships. They there because of what they can get out of you and the situation. But their heart is not in it. This is for them. And, and when that runs out, they go. They run out. Going back to the situation with my daughter. There was a supposed to have been an investigating all of this stuff and and uh supposedly on my daughter's side you know you understand i just didn't have the funds at that time and at that time uh was my husband and i married probably were but at, during that time the enemy did a lot of on again off again on again off again situations so and i found uh that the enemy is never off so whatever he's doing he's doing but anyway so at this time uh this investigator supposedly been for her case uh, was trying to get information you know they asked you for a deposition you going in and you going to tell them 
uh, answer questions and you tell them your side of the situation, what you know. And if they are in it for themselves, any and everything you say will be held against you in the court of law. Now, mind you, you got to understand this. Uh, there was already a strike against my child before we had gone in. And what was that strike? Is because a few years prior, there was a situation where I told you all before where this young lady was trying to sexually proposition my son, who was about 14 at that time, might have turned 15, and she was in her 20s, of course, and, um, and his friend. And he happened to come and tell me at the same time as this young lady was trying to get me to come over to her house to discuss some things about my daughter. They were wanting to uh, set her up. She, she has the tendency to just tell you what she thought about the matter. And, um, and as always with the childishness, if someone is interested in a guy, a little childish mess, then this, if this other girl is interested in him and she's jealous of the one who he's now interested in, you know how it go. I don't need to finish that story. So it, happened, it so happened my daughter apparently was the new one girl. So when I got there, the young lady... I wanted to know what they had called me over for. I didn't know. And I was at someone's house and she was watching the child and all of this stuff. And y'all know the whole thing. And so we got in an altercation. I defended myself. I waited for the police officers to get there. And because I didn't run and hide, they said I needed anger management because I had to defend myself. Um, anyway, we had... He had, the judge had withheld adjudication. And the only reason why he said because it had gone too far, hadn't gotten to him quick enough to allow them to do what he could have done. And that would have been dismissed because of, I would have been able to tell them the whole truth. And I did not even know that uh, this officer was trying to bring a charge against me. And, uh, so I had to go to court. He did. He withheld adjudication. Withheld adjudication meaning you you all know that I'm not going to sentence you right now. But if any time you do anything else, then this can be used. You know. You know how that goes. So by the time the situation comes, the enemy comes years later with the situation that my daughter is having to face right now, that was used against her. This um, you wouldn't think it would be because it, <laughs> but anyway. So, this uh, attorney, I mean, this, this investigator, we, and, the, and the attorney and all of this, we sit in the, 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 uh, the defense attorney, the, how do we call it, public defender, yes, thank you, Holy Spirit, was there. And I would give him uh, 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 his props. He did, in so many areas, go deeper than the average public defender would go because you got to understand they're being paid out of the same pocket as the defense, I mean the prosecutor so he's not going to do too much <laughs> enough because you're supposed to be defended that's why we have to pray for some funds that will answer all things you know how that goes 
But anyway, this he was asking for my deposition. And I'm talking and, and, and you very, you excited, you know, you have passion in your voice and all of these things. And, and they were listening very well. And he was trying to get me to say what they wanted me to say. And I was getting ready to be free and open, but, and what I was going to say was not going to be what they wanted me to say. But you know, you can have things and people can twist and all of this sort of thing. But it so happened that the Lord would never allow you to fall into a trap. The secretary that was there, she had this look on her face. And I just kept, and the Lord just said, look at her. I looked at her. And she was letting me know that something was going on. She kind of looked over in the corner. And I could see it's like I'm sitting the way I'm sitting now. And they were sitting on the other side of the table. So when she would look over to her left would be my right. And I kind of glanced at the right and couldn't understand why in the world was she looking at the right. There was nothing there. And it so happened the Lord let me know that there was a tape recorder going. Now, in order for someone to, in order for them to use that in law legally, they have to tell you that this conversation is going to be recorded. He didn't do it. And she let me hear, let me see by her eyes what was going on. The Holy Spirit told me, don't say another word. If I had not listened, there would be no telling what else they could have said. What else could have been done. Some of you got to understand that too. You are dealing with the enemy. Who is much more craftier than us. Yes, we know that uh, uh, the enemy came in on Cain. And we understand that the knowledge that... <laughs> Eve had gotten some trying to, you know, say that she had sex with the serpent, but that is not what the Jews actually mean. They mean that she got too comfortable with what he had given her. She spiritually had a relationship with him. She listened too long. She accepted his garbage. She intake, she she partook of that evil and it became it became a part of her spirit. So that the child, the children were being born out of a sinful nature because Eve had embraced and now Adam had also embraced the nature of the enemy. He hadn't been delivered from it at that time. Let me get this off of here. So the Lord now, we're going back to how the enemy tried to entrap us. If we don't listen to him, we would become, we would be okey-doked. In other words, we would be tricked. We would be deceived. People would use you to, for their benefits. They can say whatever they want to. You know, sometimes you, you, you can even listen to people. You can watch them enough to know that they've been through a lot of stuff. And you pray for them, yes. But the Lord won't allow you to be deceived. He would say that this person has been hurt, but you got to be careful here because they're not delivered of some things. And there was one time I was um, 
and another ministry and and uh there was a conversation that had taken place I told you all before there was a conversation that had taken place about uh people coming in a church and 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 being scoundrels and and we knew that there were some leaders that had gotten there that was trying to get with some of the women and some uh were uh, drawing themselves to little boys and we wasn't quite sure what was going on with that situation you know we sometimes you're so naive you just don't want to believe and that's what we have in society now they listen to what the stars they get so caught up with the stars like they know them and we're not talking about the ones that were family to them the fans get so caught up until they don't want to believe that that evil thing that this person did actually took place and they'll fight you tooth and nail that's not true that's not true and so we had we had a conversation a young lady and I did about some things was going on and I happened to know the Lord had let me know the conversation that shifted but I wanted to go on because I trusted this person we were just venting out some things that had happened to us and this person got quiet and I was fine. I still was venting out mine. And what she had done was called on, put me on hold to make it a three-way call. Now, I'm still talking and venting. This person was brought in on the conversation after she had said all she wanted to say. She brought my situation in just for me to be saying what I was saying, but I didn't back down on it because it was the truth. I wasn't afraid to say what was what had truthfully happened. But the matter that she would do this and not even tell me. But see, that's the reason why you got to be sure and be uh, 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 know exactly what you are talking about and and make sure that you are not just scound you know just scandalizing someone unless you just want to own that stuff you got to be able to own up because the enemy is a coward he's a liar he's a deceiver he's that hired hand he'll pretend that he loves you he'll pretend that he's with you and then he'll put you in situations and leave you hanging see the wonderful thing about it though when I the the situation had uh, uh, was brought to my attention because uh, she had called our leader's daughter, and our leader's daughter heard what I was saying, just mine, not hers. So the leader asked me, and she knew that I hadn't said anything wrong, and I wasn't scandalizing anyone. She said she asked me and called me by my name, Sister Samantha, and and uh, I heard that you had this uh, complaint. I said, yes, ma'am, and I repeated exactly what I said. Because, see, I had I was supposed to have hushed, but the Lord didn't tell me to hush. I, he, I didn't listen, so I went on and said what I had to say anyway. And so I knew then, when this brought up, I was betrayed. That was an illegal conversation. In other words, she made this person now a, 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 a conversation thief. They wasn't privy to that. I didn't call them. I didn't say that to them. But it only served to allow them to know my integrity, that I was going to own my stuff. 
the 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 enemy tried to get that individual to to they were saying that they were being loyal to their leader, but when they upset, they had some things to say. But see, when I'm upset, I was saying the truth, and I was able to tell them. That's the difference if you are hired hand, or if you are one of the sheep, or, or if you are shepherd. There's many times that, yes, the Lord would test us. He would never tempt us, though. See, there's a difference. He doesn't have to test us. He tests us for us to see what we are made of, to let us know just to ourselves what we're made of, what you're able to endure, what's in you that needs to be worked out of you. Don't think that you all of that if you're not, that's what he's trying to show us. So we're talking about when he's talking to these people, he's letting them know I'm the good shepherd. Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? I'm the good shepherd. He said, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep, but I have other sheep that are not from this sheep pen. I must bring them also. We know that he was talking about the Jews and we, the Gentiles. He knew that. We know that. I said, but that's something we got to understand too. Just because you got your group here doesn't mean that he don't love everybody else and that he's not wanting to bring them in. He said that it's not his will that any should perish. He came for all of us. He wants us all to have eternal life. He went on to say, I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock, one shepherd, this is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one, he said, takes my life from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down, he said, and I have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. So when you're hearing all this other stuff that the enemy is saying throughout the society, Christ wasn't nothing but a man. Christ was just a prophet. Christ was this and Christ was that. And Christ never was crucified. And Christ, it was somebody else that was crucified. And all of this junk, when you are his child, when you are in his sheepfold, you heard what he said and you don't give a flying flip or a hard bar egg what anybody else says. You are not about to be. You are not about to be the okie doke scoundrel people telling lies. See, so many people have been hurt in church because we had leaders that did not understand that they were not the Lord of all. They were to be subjected to the Lord of all. And yes, we have human nature. Yes, but sometimes folks that get out of hand. They go too far. They're trying to impress folks way too much. When we get down to the simplicity of the relationship with the Lord, he can't stand fake and phony. And when you not realize this, you stop doing it. You won't even allow anybody to do it. You won't even want to be a part of it. You'll start separating yourself from folks because you already know. You, the Lord is letting you know, mm -mm, you can't deal with that right there. They're not ready. They still trying to be me. 
They want attention. They want this ego stroked. They, they, they want friends. And don't realize I'm the friend that sticketh closer than any brother. We won't be sitting there telling people all kinds of fabricated stories. When you realize that you are his. The real church is not going to be doing all of this. Throwing out the, the, the handkerchiefs for $500. Getting a credit card for folks with your name on it. So they can be paying you money every month. Calling yourself a prophetess. And no I'm not afraid to call the name Juanita Bynum. Got a credit card telling people that this is the most blessed card you're going to have in your life when you already know the word told us that we're not supposed to be owe anybody anything except to love them. You're not going to allow people to get in debt and bondage to you because he doesn't want us to be indebted and in bondage to anybody. Why would he want us to do that in the house of God? And then we got people who so caught up into these names and not even looking at the truth that those that you don't know really have the anointing, really have the appointment, really love the body of Christ. But because they're not on TV, they're not telling you all these lies, they're not making up all of this stuff for you to, to be duped, you don't listen to them. You give all, you've seen people give that last because it's, they, they caught up in the spirit of things and not knowing it's, it's not the Holy Spirit. Many people have been lied to because they trusted in thinking that that person is telling them something from God and forgot to listen to the voice of the Most High God. The Lord, if he tell you to do something, he's going to let you know it and it will come to pass. Though it may tarry, wait on it. It's going to surely come. But if somebody told you something, they said the Lord told you and you still haven't seen it. And the Lord still haven't told you that this is going to come to pass. Then you pray for them. Pray for yourself and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I was duped. Somewhere I stopped listening to you intently because I allowed this to happen. Don't just blame it on the folks. You got to blame yourself too. You didn't listen to the Lord. Somewhere you allowed yourself to get caught up in so much of stuff. Maybe they told you you're going to be famous. Maybe they told you you're going to go all across the nation. The Lord would have told you first. And the enemy would come to keep you from doing that. Even if he says it, if he says that's going, that's going to happen, yes, he knows probably so, yes. If the Lord already told you, but he's not going to in, 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 entice you to do it. He's going to find a way to get you off track. That's what he would do. Lord went on to tell them. Well, in the 22nd verse it said, The festival of dedications took place in Jerusalem. And it was in wind, and it was winter. Jesus was walking in the temple in the Solomon's colonnade. The Jews surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Now, everything that he was doing and everything he said, he told them. It proved that he 
was who he said he was. Oh, but folks don't always want to hear that. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear some soothing stuff. Their ears are itching to hear only what they want to hear. And no matter how much truth you tell them, it's not what they want to hear in the way they want to hear it. He said, I did tell you and you don't believe. He said, the works that I do in my father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you are not of my sheep. Understand again, if we don't believe what the Lord said, we're not his. That's just as simple as it can be. You either in or you're not. And if you got one foot here and one foot there, you cheat and you're still not with him. You cheated. You walked away from him. You got to get your happy self back over there in his face and say, Lord, I'm sorry. And renew me, restore me. You can't keep on with the mess because the world sees that. They know their own. You have so many leaders that's, that's just, they can speak in tongues, cast out demons, pray for hours. We'll hop in a bed with anybody in a minute and we'll never say they're sorry. Go to root workers to get a husband. All kinds of stuff. But you save, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost with a mighty burning fire. On your way to heaven and nobody going to stop you. What a lie. Because when we do what the Lord says, we repent of a lot of stuff. We repent from listening to a lot of these leaders. You can't just let that go. We can't just say, oh Lord, you know I was not sure. I, I, I was duped. No, 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 no. Because the truth of the matter is, and I'm talking about me too, a lot of these leaders we have listened to, we have been in their conferences, we brought their books. Because they were talking about the Lord. That's who we were trusting in. And because the devil would talk about the Lord and he would never ever Say he's God. No, he want to be like God. Yes. And even the word, the Lord was saying that many going to come in, this, in that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Do we not heal the sick in your name? And many other things that they did in his name. And he said, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. In other words, they were able to prophesy and heal the sick, cast out demons by using the name of God. So that part, yes. You are free from because you were trusted in God. And in his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall conf will confess. So you're free from that. Yeah, we have been duped. Sure we have. But where we are guilty at, if you're still in it, if you still believe in them, if you're still upholding them, and you've been told the truth, the Holy Spirit will always, he came to do two things, which is God's spirit. He said, Christ said, I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to send you a comforter. He's first at the moment, he said, I got to go. He said, but I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So if he said he's going to send a comforter, which is his spirit, that's himself, because first he's spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. He said, when you see me, you see the Father, because he and I are one. He made that very simple. So when the spirit came, it had to be him too. Back in his state. The spirit. So how people wonder. How could God be in the heaven saying. This is my son in whom I well please. And at the same time show himself as a dove. Because he's God. He was able to create everything from nothing. Because he's God. But. How. Then when the Holy Spirit came to do. Two things he said. Well three things. One he's going to teach you the things of God. Then he's going to bring into your remembrance those things that you know of God. 
So I'm going to teach you what God said. Then I'm going to bring them when you need them back to your remembrance, what you've been taught. And then he's going to be your comforter. When you're going through some junk, being talked about like a dog because people know just enough. Don't know the whole story. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, you've done some things. You wish you had not, but you gave it over to the Lord and they still got that little thing they want to talk about. That's when you know you've been delivered from it. It no longer has that effect on you. Who are they talking about? Somebody you don't know. So why are you fighting against people? You don't have to be fake and phony. And that's what the church has become. They, they are in an entertainment center. Many churches, you can't come in there. With, yes, I have to be. I, I, I'm going to just tell the truth. There's many times that I used to hear all the time, you know, you go into certain churches and, and it's just like a, 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 a monastery, a mausoleum or a funeral home. They're so quiet. And see, in the black culture, we're so used to And everybody not in the spirit. Don't even want to hear the word. You just want to hear the. And we wonder why people can get to the altar. Hands laid on them. And they still and jump in the bed with somebody not supposed to be with. They ain't hear nothing. You got even people to sit on the front row. Don't even care about the leader they, they under. Just like Satan want to be like them. Don't want to be submissive to them. And then you got some leaders jealous of the ones that under them. So there's a problem. How can they all be his sheep if you're not listening? He just said you can't be. You're going to hear his voice. You're not going to listen to anything else. He said and if you don't believe him, you're not his. So if you get in the word and you allow somebody to keep telling you what the word didn't say, always throwing in your face, somebody, man wrote the Bible and they just messed it up and, and they added stuff and they subtracted stuff and, 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 and you can't believe everything in the Bible because it's nothing but a book. And, but they'll read their science books and they'll take that to the grave. They'll read history books and they'll fight you over it, but they won't, they won't understand that the Lord takes care of his word and he sent this word. Oh, then, but, oh, everybody. It's just a white man's gospel. Oh, are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? When he created everybody. So if you're listening to him and you're really his child, you're not going to be an okey-doke. You're not going to make people think that, yes, you love them, and then all of a sudden they get over there. You talk about them like a dog. You talk about everybody like a dog. You never, ever introduce them to Christ. You allow them to see you're just messed. You got to be sharp. You got to look good. You got to sound good. You got to have this going. You got to entertain them, and you have no substance in you. You're like a, 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 a whitewashed tomb, he said. He don't want the church like that. We're supposed to love people like he does. You don't care what they have on. You don't care where they came from. You don't care who they came out of bed with. You're going to present Christ and you're going to present him holy. And you're not going to back down on it. You don't care what the government say. You don't care what these lying scoundrels say. You've heard what Christ told you, and that's what you're going to listen to. And you're not going to be dealing with that mess. You'll pray for them. 
You're not going to be so caught up in trying to be in the sensationalism because you don't understand that you are priceless. When you realize that you are priceless, when you realize how valuable you are to God, you won't be being so caught up in the entertainment. Got to pay for power, prestige. People performing fake miracles. When the Lord said that you'll be able to lay hands on the sick, the elders, you, that you're supposed to be able to, the elders are supposed to be able to pray for you and you recover. These people are not well known. They're not trying to seek celebrity status. They love the Lord and they know him well. So when you go before them, you feel the power of the Holy Spirit in them. And they there. And they'll be praying for you. Even when you 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 feel like, oh, nobody's real. They're going to still love you and pray for you. They're going to show you that everything that God said he's going to do, he'll do it. They'll bring you to these case files. Look at the Bible that way. I tell everyone, look at the Bible as case files. Case files is like when the attorneys go to, to defend a case. They go back on case files that had already been won. Law has been established because of these case files. Okay, these case files show that what the Lord did then and what he will do now and what is not written in here pertaining to you. If you think everything was written pertaining to you in here, you, you, you got to be kidding. He's not limited to these. Even the word said itself, if every miracle that Christ had performed was written down, no book could hold them. It wouldn't be enough books that could pertain to them. And he was only here on earth 33 and a half years. The things that he has for us, we go back to the case file and say, Lord, you did this for that one. Your word said this. I need you to do this right now for me, Lord. And he will always uphold his word. We got stuff going on now because folks are so weak when it comes down to their faith and relationship with the Lord. Scared of everything and everybody. So afraid to tell the, the truth of what he said. Because you're afraid to offend somebody. He said those, he don't want you to be offended in, in him but those who offended in me I'm just going to paraphrase it. That's your problem. If you're offended in the Most High God who came to love us, who came to restore us, to allow us to be in a relationship with Him, if you are offended because He's telling you the truth, that means you are still in it. Because if you dared to it, it doesn't matter how much He talks about it. The person who needs that doctor, that medicine, needs to hear it. And if you're hearing a word and he's calling out the stuff you're still dealing with and you mad, get over it. Get yourself together. Ask the Lord to forgive you for being hard-headed, obstinate, and totally rebellious. Because if you're not, you will be so thankful. Lord, I thank you for delivering me from that. You'll be praying for your sisters and brothers and those who are not yet in the family, but they still are part of the family, human beings. And he wants them to be in your family with him. When you see it that way and look at people like that, just may be me. 
And in some cases, it was once us. And somebody being phony didn't help us. So we don't need to be flashy and phony. The world don't want to see that. They got enough of entertainment. They can click a button on their phone, on their on their on their, their, their tablets, their laptops, and everything else, the television set, they see enough of phony. The enemy got that going on. He got phony all the way from the, like uh, 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 Martin Luther King says, from the White House to the outhouse. And the church house is included too. You got enough of fake and phony. You got enough of uh, all these lying prophets and lying apostles and lying teachers and preachers always wanting a dollar and, and don't want to tell you the truth about God. Now, yes, at the same time, no, 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 I'm not even going to tell you that the church don't need money. Yes, they do. Why does the church need money? Do we need to tell you? You hear people all the time say, well, you know, they got the bills to pay. Yeah, they do. Whether anybody comes there or not, they still got bills to pay. They still going to have to have something to feed somebody. Even if it's just to give them a tract, you got to pay for the cost of that stuff to be paid, to be uh, 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 produced and all of these things. And, and you want to feed somebody, give them at least a sandwich or something. But I'm just going to tell all these, 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 um, Loaves of bread and fish people that go to church and just want entertainment and just want to be fed. Something wrong with you. You're supposed to be the medicine. You're supposed to be able to come and absorb the word, get strengthened, and go out and help somebody else. Why are you coming there to have to be entertained for? The Lord told them when they were talking about just like little children, didn't we do the dance for you? Didn't we sing this for you? They want an entertainment. What if the Lord wanted you to come into the church and sit there and be quiet and allow the Holy Spirit to come in there and then talk to you? Or are you so caught up on your stuff all day long you don't even pray in your spirit at all? What do you mean by praying in your spirit? People say you're talking to your conscience or you're talking to yourself. No, the Lord is there. And if you're his child, you already know that. You don't. People say well, that you have to speak in tongues. No, the word didn't say you that. The Holy Spirit will pray for you with moanings and groanings that cannot be uttered. Words cannot be, you cannot form the words. Yes, that may be you just saying, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nobody even knows that what you're going through, you're praying. And then, yes, some have allowed the Holy Spirit to come in and give them a language. That's what tongues are, a language. But he didn't say all. Paul said he preferred all did. And he even told them, I speak in tongues more than most. Then he gave them up, told them what to do. Don't be doing everybody be speaking in tongues all at one time in church. Because somebody come in who don't know what that is and think you all crazy. And then they missed it. They didn't get to hear the Lord because they're hearing you and don't understand. Now, so all this stuff people trying to say, well, no, 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 the Lord don't want you to do this, that. He didn't say that. And we said the tongues are a language. And so that means that if you're speaking in tongues, everybody's speaking in tongues, and that person come in, that language they don't understand, 
then you must speak in a language that they can understand. Because the language that the Holy Spirit is speaking, the ones who need to hear it in that tongue will understand it. So if you're speaking in tongues in church, he said, let someone be able to interpret. And yes, the Lord will give sometimes you the interpretation because I know he does it for me. But I don't want to be the one to interpret it so that people can't say, well, I don't know if that was really what the Lord said. I know, folks. You do, too. And the Lord most definitely does. So he wants things to be in order so no one can accuse him of anything but being God. He's not going to allow us to be the okey-doke. People talking, keep on laughing, and the church this, and everybody's a hypocrite. You know they, they hurt. Everybody's not a hypocrite in church. Let's stop lying. Like everybody say, every police officer is, a, a, is bad. That's not true either. You may have a lot of them, but everybody's not because it is impossible for evil to be predominant. Not going to happen. It never will outshine God. And even when the Antichrist is able to stand here and rule and reign the world, he will not rule and reign everybody. God is going to be God. Let's see. What did he say? I'm going to... He said, finally, he said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. That's what the people say, once saved, always saved. That's if you is. Everybody not. And you won't be sinning. You won't just keep on doing stuff that you dared to. You can't say that. If that is going on in your life, ask the Lord to kill that flesh. Because he don't dwell in there. He said, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. So all this other stuff. Trying to pretend, trying to get people to come to your church, trying to get people to come and hear you speak, trying to get people to be in a relationship with you. All of this kind of stuff. You don't have to put up, you don't have to become an okie doke. Be authentic. No additives or preservatives, no artificial colors or flavorings. Be for real. The world is sick of it. And more important, God is sick of it. There's no way there's not going to be people that come and get saved. Oh, there's going to be many. Even those that's coming out of the Hollywood and, and movies and music and, 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 and all sort of worldly and inordinate affections and lifestyles and all, they're going to come to Christ. People may think they not, but they will. And they're going to see an authentic God. They're going to see an authentic church who tell them, no, you don't need, because this is what people got to understand. All of this stuff, and see, the, 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 America has got to really apologize to the Lord. We go over to different countries and things and we're sending out missionaries and then they send these false miracles 
all of these people talking to people in the ear and these other people duplicating it. But what they don't understand is this. God is still, you called on his name, miracles are going to take place. You might have lied. You might have got a few people fooled by you putting socks, uh, uh, stuff in their shoes and pretending the legs grew and all of this stuff. But God, what he did happen and people still get healed. His church is not going to be an okey-doke. So somebody come to the church and, oh, they get duped. They get fooled. They get scammed. They got uh, uh, scammed. No. Mm -mm -mm -mm. That's that lying church over there. It's always a distinguishing factor. They hear him, but they don't believe him. They hear him, but they're not listening to him. That's the scoundrel. That's the, the imitation. He has his church authentic. You'll be able to stand on the side of the road and be able to tell somebody the gospel. How? John 3.16. You don't even, even if you didn't remember, that was John 3.16. You don't read the word enough to tell them that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You just preached a sermon. They'll start asking you questions. How did he do that? You were able to answer them. But if you're so caught up into the world system, you're going to miss it. There are going to be many, he said, done these things in his name. He didn't even know them. He didn't even tell them to do the stuff they were doing. Caught up in the hype. Looking at all this mess that the enemy's doing. You can't even give a word unless, my goodness, you got, you got to have somebody wiping a sweat off your brow. Like James Brown. And he was entertaining. Always a good showmanship. But we have to be authentic. Sometimes that may just mean you standing there and you gave that person a hug. And that's all God asked you to do. Because that's what they needed. And because you were used by them. Used by the Lord. And they saw that you hugged them. Even though they might have been dirty and smelly. Hadn't bathed in a week or two because they were on drugs. But you hugged them. And God knew that's what it would take for them to know that he still exists. And you were just obedient. They start asking you, are you a Christian? You hugged me. You were able then to open the door to Christ for them. Give them something to eat. Some clothes to put on. Wash their face. That'll go a long way when you're homeless and when you're hungry. And that's what he wants. He's so tired of it. He told me over and over. He said, what they call in church is not church. I'm not entertained. I'm not enthused. I'm not even in it. It didn't say, no, he didn't want worship. It didn't, didn't say they didn't want praise and, and the music and all this. But when you made it a show, when you think you can't do anything without this stuff, then he's not in it. How can he be? Now, if you go back to the way he did things, hey, how many were willing to sit on a boat and talk to folks? Did you hear any music going on then? Did you see the choir? How many people would sit on a rock and talk to people? 
Oh no, Lord, it's a little bit too hot. I gotta have this. I gotta have it's too cold out here, Lord. I can't I I I can't just I can't do that. Then you have become an okie doke. You fooling people. You making people think that you really believe God. You really trust Him. You really living like Him. You really allowing Him to be the Lord of your life. You an okie doke. Because you want everything to suit you. It's got to be comfortable. I got to have the highest. I got to have the best. I got to be on the front. People got to know me. Some people haven't gotten over their mistakes until now they're still trying to catch up and prove to people that God called them. You're an okie doke. There's no point to prove. He proved the point. You love him. You live according to what he said. You tell people how much he loves them. You don't compromise on anything, though. This is the way you got to be in, to come to get in a relationship. This is what you're going to tell them. You can't bring that stuff with you in a relationship with him. He'll forgive you of all of it if you ask him to. He won't throw it in your face either. That's what you tell them. But you can't bring that here. You won't be able to do, be with him and be with that. And you don't have to worry about you not being able to do this because when you allow the Lord to become your Lord and your Savior, He'll take over in the area where your flesh can't do it. And then one day you'll realize you don't think about that stuff anymore. You're not doing that anymore. And you didn't have to work to do it. He did it. Because you stayed in a relationship with Him. You, you prayed to Him. You talking to Him. People who don't even read the word can still hear him talking to them. They don't know how to read some people. And the Lord still talks to them. He'll bring somebody to give them the case files, but they already know him. And when you're not an okie doke, you're not worried about getting out of here and everybody else go to hell. You're wanting, even if it's you, to be able to go reach those that had never even heard about him. Because he said he's not coming back until all have heard. I don't care what the news is saying. They're telling you all kind of lies. Y'all believe in all kind of stuff. Not y'all. Y'all know we're talking about all of us, the world system. We believe in all kind of stuff that the, the, the news putting on and people actually believe this stuff is true. And they will fight you tooth and nail because they want to believe what they want to believe. You're telling them that this star, he, 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 he. He did things to little children. Oh no, it couldn't be. Because in your mind, that entertainment that you saw, that image that you saw, is perfect. We got to stop. And we got to start doing he, what he asked us to do. When people see that there's a true God, because the world is looking for a savior. You hear all the stars talking about a hero. We know that uh, many cultures think that the hero is going to be a politician. That will be the Antichrist. Antichrist, however, will not have come through politics. If you read the word clearly, they didn't even know where he come from. He come all of a sudden. He was not a part of politics. He wasn't a king. He wasn't a president. But he will come and he will be able to run the whole world system and give them a, a, a government and he would give them a false religion and come from seemingly nowhere. And all these folks are going to believe that he's the Messiah because he said he is. Because they didn't 
get to know him, didn't read his word for the case files to see how he talk, how he acts. I'm telling you. It's amazing. We got to cut it out. 